today I will be encouraging us and challenging us from the book of Revelation chapter 9. I'll be reading selected verses from 1 to 16, reading from the NASB version, and it reads, After these things, I heard something like a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah! Salvation, glory, and power belong to our God. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who sits on the throne saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came from the throne saying, Give praise to our God, all you his bond servants, you who fear him, the small and the great. Then I heard something like the voice of a great multitude and like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty pearls of thunder saying, Hallelujah for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Verse 11. And I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse. And he who sat on it is called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and wages war. His eyes are a flame of fire. And his head are many crowns. And he has a name on him which no one knows except himself. He is clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron. And, his tre and he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God the Almighty. And on his robe, 16, and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Can we give him some praise this morning? Glory be to God. Almighty God, our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords, I thank you for this word this morning. Hallelujah. I pray that we will be empowered and emboldened, emboldened to continue fighting and pressing and pushing until we have run our course, save and set free, and we will be careful to give you the glory in Jesus' name. As we continue to look at the theme, King of the Kingdom, I have selected this morning, our God, King of the Battle. Hallelujah. The book from which we take our text was written by Apostle John. The book was written when Christians were entering a time of persecution. The latter parts of Roman leaders Nero and Domitian. Domitian was considered one of the world's worst Roman emperors in history. And his actions.
actions were cruel and unjust. He was the first emperor to insist upon being worshipped as God throughout the empire. Christians were facing increasing hostility as the Roman authorities were beginning to enforce the cult of emperor worship. Some within the churches were advocating a policy of compromising. The churches of Asia Minor were losing their zeal and becoming lukewarm. John, though exiled, had to write to the churches for their ways to be corrected and that they stand fast in the perilous days that lie ahead. John writes to encourage the believers to resist the demands of emperor worship and to let them know that the final showdown between God and Satan is imminent. In Revelation, John writes to the believers to stand fast even as the persecutions rise. They should hold fast even to death. He tells them that they are sealed against any spiritual harm and will soon be vindicated when Christ returns and when he destroys the wicked forever and the faithful believers enter into enter in an eternity of glory and blessedness. Hallelujah. Now, Revelation also uses the number seven quite often. And we know seven symbolically means completeness. Indeed, the book speaks of a completed work. The great finale. The final battle of Armageddon. And the great victorious rejoicing of saints and the heavenly hosts. When the king of glory has won the battle. Can we say hallelujah? Today I want this message to seep into your spirit and stir up your soul that despite the battles, despite the oppositions, the strife, the pandemic, know that you are on the winning side. Know that our God, the king of the battle, is fighting for you. Perilous days lie ahead, but stand fast, hold on to the faith, and trust in your God. The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. Stand still and see the salvation of our God, King of the battle. He is not just my God. Peter Gay, he's not just your God. He is our God. Hallelujah. So it's personal. He fights for me with the same strength that he fights for you. He opposes that which opposes us and defends our cause. He is our God. Hallelujah. Our God is king, a sovereign king, eternal, incorruptible, invisible, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, a potentate God who rules and reigns forever and ever. Hallelujah. 
or God, the king of the battle. Speak, battle speaks to fight, war, an encounter between enemies or opposing uh, armies. It is an engagement to strive or contend for victory in an ongoing battle or in single combat. To attempt to defeat, subdue, and destroy an, an, an enemy. So the battle is capable, is applicable, sorry, to any combat with the enemy. This morning I'm telling you that we have already won this battle. Glory be to God. Earlier this year, I was thinking about all the fights I have had in my own life. And how I have been battling fights for things I want. Always coming against oppositions and in all areas of my life. And sometimes I get overwhelmed. I am sure this is true of many of us who are listening this morning. As I thought of the constant fight, I, I actually thought of writing a book, you know, just mentioning everything. And when I looked at the schedule for preaching and I saw the theme, King of the Kingdom, that is when the thought came to me, my God, our God, King of the Battle. And as I thought about my fights, I pictured myself wearing a boxing glove. My mind was then drawn to one of the greatest fighters that we know, Muhammad Ali. Now, he is known as one of the greatest fighters. He has won 56 out of 61 professional bouts, 37 by knockout. And he is con con considered as the greatest heavyweight to ever live and never failed to call himself that. Now, Ali's greatest battle really was not even in the arena. His greatest battle was against a political system. When he was called to go to war, for those of us who know the story, he, he, he declined because he did not think he should go to war against a people who he had no ills with. And so, based on his decision... He lost his ratings. He lost his support. He lost his title. But he didn't curl or walk away. He was persistent to regain what was his, and so he did. After many years, Ali entered the ring again. And he reclaimed his title and lived on to be the greatest. Our attention is not so much on the man Ali, but on the fighter who was determined not to be beaten. The fighter who was driven by a dream to be great, a desire to keep fighting and keep winning. Today we know someone who is greater than the greatest. Hallelujah. Ali, Ali greater than any man that, and greater than Ali. Our God is the greatest forever and ever and evermore. Ha, hallelujah. 
Time would not permit me to tell you of the different battles that I have mentioned. But I have had battles in my home growing up. I have had battles now in my family with my marriage for my children. Even at the point when I wanted to be baptized, it was a battle. I have had battles for my friends. I have fought battles for my goals. And most of us know of the time recently when I had to fight for my own life. Today I stand as a witness of the goodness of God. I never fought alone. I had my brothers and my sisters who fought with me on the battle. Hallelujah. And I had Jesus Christ himself who interceded for me and fought my battle for me. And today I give him all the glory and the honor and the praise because he is worthy. Hallelujah. Our God, king of the battle, fights for us. The multitudes in heaven cried, hallelujah, salvation and glory, honor and power unto the Lord our God. He is the king of the battle. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Our God, some key points I want to leave with us this morning. In verse 11 of the text, it says, he judges and wages war. Jesus comes as a judge and a general to make, a, to make war. The wars which he wages are, not, are no principle of ambition, not for ambition. It's not because of a lust of power or extension of conquest and dominion. Rather, they are righteous. His weapons are not weapons of this earth that will come to shed blood, but they are divinely powerful. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword, the word of God, power to destroy every evil work, every stronghold, every fortress, every pestilence, every pandemic, everything that stands against us, every evil system, the Antichrist and his followers, everything, hallelujah, that stands against his name. He wages war against those, hallelujah. And I can only imagine, hallelujah, glory be to God. Second, he is the Lord of hosts. The armies of heaven, referring to the angelic host, are led by him. They fight in the spiritual realm on our behalf. In 2 Kings 6, when the armies came against Elisha, and his servant says, what shall we do? Hallelujah. Elijah prayed a prayer and asked the Lord to open the eyes of his servant. Hallelujah. And Elijah said, do not be afraid. Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are against us. 
every time you are in a situation, backed in a corner, know that God and his hosts are with you, Sister Brown. He is faithful and true. And he did say, he did say, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. David said it in Psalm 19:8. If I ascend in heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, thou art there. Know that he is with you. And there are many fighting for you. Hallelujah. He's the Lord of hosts, and he is fighting your battle. Third, we fight with him here on earth. Paul attests to this. He said, I have fought a good fight. We do not have to fight a physical fight. Hallelujah. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The battle is the Lord's. But how do we fight? The Bible says that we do not fight with flesh and blood. But with prayer and faith. Against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of darkness of this world. This age. Against the host of wickedness in high places. You think you don't have the strength? Brothers and sisters, you have the strength today. Your strength comes from your God. Our God, the king of the battle. Hallelujah. In this fight, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but are mighty in God. So the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every argument and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God, bringing thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Paul was a real warrior. Never quitting, never flagging in his zeal for the Lord. He knew where, the, where the, the source of his strength was. He proclaimed his victory in Christ. He understood who the king of the battle was. Hallelujah. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Glory be to God. That's Romans 8, 37. Not only did Paul fight the good fight, but he also finished the race. And he kept the faith. Brothers and sisters, we must fight we must fight to the end, hallelujah. Despite the struggles, despite the opposition, despite what stands before us, we must fight to the end. While we are here on earth, we fight with him. 
in our closet times, we fight with our king. Next, we fight with him till the end. After being changed from mortal to immortal, I wish, I, I, I'm hoping most of us were, were, we were on that Zoom call, that prior intercession when we looked at the second return and we looked at the rapture. But after we are taken and we are changed from mortal to immortal, when we are putting, when we would have put on our new body, hallelujah, then we will stand on the front line with our king. Hallelujah. Revelation 19, we just read it. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. We are this army that will follow him in that final battle. If, some, if for some reason, we all have close, you know, we all have close encounters. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what next week, next month, next year, if we live to see, will hold. But if for some reason you don't see me again, I'm no longer here with you on earth. Know that I live. I know that I live forevermore. Because to be absent on this earth means that I am present with my God. So if you don't see me here, know that we will be fighting in the front line with our king. Hallelujah. We fight with him until the end. Know, next point, know that it is a fixed battle. It is a fixed battle battle. It is a good fight because we have already won. Revelation 21 tells us that it will all be over. The true and faithful God said that he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning or crying nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. In Revelation 21, I want you to take some time. Sometimes we don't like reading Revelation. But I want for us as we get ourselves ready to spend some time in Revelation and understand all oh, the glory that awaits us. In 21, our true and faithful God says, it is all done. Hallelujah. I have made all things new. For he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. So no need for us to run from the battle. No need for us to hide away or to be scared or to be coward. Hallelujah. We must fight this battle knowing that our God 
the king of the battle and his host of heaven fights with us. Glory be to God. I want to take the time to speak to someone who is not yet saved. You're watching online or maybe you're in the house. If you are not saved, you are fighting a losing battle. God sees you fighting. He sees your hurt. He sees your blows. He sees the scars on your eyes. And the tears that fall. Hallelujah. Jesus sees and he knows. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he's a praying God. He's a God of intercession. But Jesus wants to do more than intercede for you. He wants to get in. He wants to enter the arena with you. He wants you to tag him in. He wants you to give the battle to him. He wants you to let him in. Won't you let him in? Won't you invite him in? The Bible says he stands at the door. And he is knocking. Won't you let him in? Hallelujah. I speak to every situation around you to give way. Today, we the body of Christ who fights with our Lord. Today, we intercede for you. We speak to everything that has been holding you back, pushing you against the corner, bursting up your mouth. You can hardly speak. We speak to these forces to back up even now. We speak to the chains of hell that they loosen their grip. We break every diabolical plan to kill you in the arena. Oh, we speak to the heavens, the atmosphere to respond even now. And we speak to you, hallelujah, to invite God, invite Jesus in, hallelujah. 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 Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Oh, do you not know that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? You who are not saved and you are listening, you are a child of God. Oh, listen to the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Allow him to enter in. Glory be to God. Oh, if you let him in, he will first clean you up. He will clean up your scars. He will wipe away the blood. He will wipe away the tears. He will make you clean and give you a pure heart. And he will say, rest now. Glory be to God. 
he will say, I've got this. And he will invent and he will fight that battle that you could not win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you will eventually get up and fight with him. But the next time, you will not be fighting alone. Hallelujah. So lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And even lift them up, ye everlasting the doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is, hallelujah, the king of glory. Glory be to God. It is no small thing that the mighty king of glory, the king of the battle, wants to enter the arena with you. Today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. In closing, hallelujah, Jesus Christ is our God, the king of the battle. On his robe and on his thighs, he has a name written, king of kings and lord of lords. He is more mighty than the mightiest. He reigns forevermore. He is the all time. Undisputed. Undefeated. Champion of love. In these difficult times. When challenges are on every side. Let us fight on. Let us not compromise. With the ways of the world. Let us not become lukewarm. Let us not be slothful. But let us fight the good fight of faith. Let us pray like never before. Let us trust God to fight on our behalf. He is the righteous judge that makes war on our behalf. He leads the host of heavens to fight for us. We fight with him in prayers and devotion and commitment to his word. It is a battle we know we have already won. And he wants to come in and stay in our arena with us. Allow him to fight for you. Hallelujah. Then we will rejoice with the hosts of heaven. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. 
Lord, we bless your word that has been placed in our hearts. Cause us to always remember that you are fighting with us and that you are in our arena. We, and if you are in our arena, we have already won the battle. Bless your words, O oh Lord God Almighty, and glorify your name. Hallelujah. Let us just, let's just praise the Lord. Let us just exalt our King of glory. Let us just lift him up. Hallelujah. For he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 